Hey everybody, this is Zach. This is Stuart. I'm trying to come up with new uh, new intros. No, well, not new intros, mainly just a new intro for me. This is Piccolo. This is Piccolo. Or so, I could yell out, can you smell what the Stuart is cooking? <laughs> I got a, I mean, this, this isn't new to you, but I got a, uh, I got an air fryer. That was nice. Um, I, oh, I mainly, new to me. oh yeah, I have a, I'm going to start foraging you all the weird, um, you've, you've been over to my place. Uh, yeah, but I didn't realize you had a new air fryer. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's like a, the same air fryer that I've had for like quite a while, but, uh, oh, okay. yeah, it wasn't like I got a new one. I've, uh. I've had this oh, air fryer. That. Yeah, gotcha. well, I mean, it's new to the audience. It's uh, not new uh, to you. But um, well, I'm going to start sending you weird, random food for air fryer recipes. Yeah, I mean, I I love that. Like the air fryer is nice because um and and the way that I segue into air fryer is because I'm cooking with the air fryer. But I mainly use it as a uh, convection oven. But um, but it's nice, yeah. It's it's nice to like cook food. So Stuart does cook in an air fryer. So <laughs> there you go. That was my segue. <laughs> segue into entrance or not entrance? I guess uh, intro to cooking to an air fryer. I would recommend an air fryer. Ten out of ten. <laughs> um, I cook broccoli in it a lot. Um, oh, I bet that's good. Yeah, yeah, because um. Apparently, you should cook vegetables because it helps break down, like, the cellular wall in the um, vegetables, and you get more uh, nutrition out of it because your body doesn't take as much energy to um, break down the uh, nutrients from from those vegetables. Well, welcome to Broccoli Cast. <laughs> yeah, I like broccoli. So, it's so funny because, like, <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't like broccoli. Like, you know, who, who like, likes broccoli when they're, like, 10 years old? But I like broccoli when it's covered in salt and cheese. You know, the crazy thing is I don't, I don't season my broccoli or I don't put cheese in it. I just, like, I cut some broccoli off of a broccoli crown, you know, cook it for about five minutes in the, uh, in the air fryer. And then I just eat some um, some cooked broccoli. And this is where we find out that Stuart is a sociopath and does not season broccoli. I mean, I kind of like I like I like the crunching because, like you know, it, when it, it um, when you cook it, the little like a leaf crown thing becomes crunchy. Oh. Yeah, so I I enjoy that. Um, but yeah, broccoli is good. Broccoli is good for you. Eat your broccoli, kids. Drink your milk. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. All right, I'm done here. We we, we can we can uh, we can move on. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing this episode? So, well, I while we're talking about broccoli cast, um, I I thought so. Someone told me once that the broccoli family invented broccoli. Who's the like the people that own uh, James Bond, like the cinema? Oh, I didn't know they were called the broccoli family. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently that is incorrect. And there you go. Uh, broccoli has been around for two thousand years. Mm. Um, I'm trying to see if they're yeah that family has nothing to do with it. Like I think they they may have 
that may be a um, uh, just a lie, just a story, straight up a lie. lie that someone told me one time. Um, but yeah, so let's let's uh, get on to our our nerd fight. We're going to talk about a nerd fight and then some things we've been doing. Yeah. Um, so this week, uh, our first match is Loki from the MCU mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus Dracula. Which Dracula? Uh, from the book. Okay, from not from the MCU. I mean, there's a lot of Draculas. There's, you know. Yeah, I mean, there is a Dracula in uh, in Marvel Comics. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's an easy assumption to make. But this is this is old man Dracula. Old man Dracula. Not not Alucard from um, Hel- nope. Helsing. Because <laughs> you know what Alucard uh, spells backwards. I don't. I, I don't know how to read. So. <laughs> that was completely lost on me when they, they said that his name was Alucard. <laughs> He's actually Dracula. It's spelled backwards. What? <laughs> My mind is blown. So so just regular, straight up old Dracula Dracula. Yep, yep. Straight up regular old Dracula. Because isn't kind of like straight up regular old Dracula kind of lame? Yes, yes he is. <laughs> I mean, other than being a vampire and like he doesn't some mind control and some shape shifting. Like he doesn't abilities. have super strength. Right? Uh no, I think he's super quick. Um Does he have like long fingers? Yes, he has an extra digit or an extra um joint yeah on each finger and he's bald um, too right he he although book dracula can actually go out in the sun oh well that's mm-hmm. can can he cross running water uh i mean he crosses an ocean oh i would guess that's running water yeah like i think that counts right yeah because brands so. and this is brands stokers right stoker yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i thought he couldn't cross water i thought he had to like i think that's the the chinese like jumping vampires no i think i think he has to be like sleeping in his coffin to like cross running water and i only know this because of a board game fury of dracula yeah where you it's like somebody's dracula and then there's dracula hunters and um you have to like find him and there's a part where he can't cross the um the river am i right um not about that being in the book yeah dracula but that is a a folklore element okay well there you go Dracula can't uh, cross running water. You heard it here first on the Broccoli <laughs> you heard Cast. It here first on the Broccoli Cast. Um, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> luckily he's kind of like a god. And I agree. I know where this is going. <laughs> and I mean, like Dracula's cool and everything. Um, but not really. He's kind of an incel. If we're being honest. Really? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> he he does mind control a bunch of women just so he can um, bite them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I feel like if it was like a cooler Dracula, like maybe one of the young, hipper Draculas, 
Yeah. That all the kids are raving about, maybe. <laughs> but like, a Loki's kind of like a Dracula, ish. He is, yeah. and he's extremely attractive. Yeah, and he's super shape shifty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> I, I'm curious. Did did they no okay never mind um yeah i i mean truthfully loki's probably going to be my um my my pick for this yes um i think this is the quickest we've (laughs) we didn't even really talk too much about like loki because like yeah loki he's in the mcu like people know who loki is right well i mean dracula's pretty um pretty popular too but like um i i don't know i just i feel like if you put loki next to dracula i feel like people would probably choose loki yeah same yeah and you know popularity wise i think that that's yeah yeah and like there's there's a um i I don't know there's that like that like air of mischief that um not being uh, was it it's not like a fallen hero but like a um oh, oh like an anti-hero yeah an anti-hero i i think you know a lot of people can relate to that or dig that so yeah yeah and like loki has a bunch of powers um yeah. i feel like loki has a lot more powers than like dracula does um same and like i wonder if like dracula could even affect loki <laughs> like if you know i assume i don't think he could like mind loki powers the god of mischief yeah 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 so so yeah my um my vote would be for loki okay so uh that means in round two we have uh tetsuo from akira okay just a a, versus... a kid with a laser gun no no no, no. that's connie oh, oh tetsuo, tetsuo is was the, one the... That has the big like body blowout yeah yeah the body horror who's somewhat yeah. psychic he's also psychic yeah yeah psychic. he's, he's kind of really psychic and also desperately addicted to drugs well <laughs> and the drugs had a lot to do because it, and it's mainly the the whole drug like story is um is mainly from the manga where they were doing like these um basically these sign or like uh yeah scientific experiments on like children by giving them yeah. these drugs to awaken like latent psychic powers mm-hmm. and those are like the kids that you see um uh canada meet the one kid is that like i guess the leader of the kids that like chubby kid who floats around in like a little like yeah 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 and they're all like blue um so yeah i just think it's funny to describe tetsuo as (laughs) desperately addicted to drugs Mm -hmm. (laughs) he does them so hard that he loses the bounds of his own body well and and that's the thing is those were the drugs that um they were giving to children to uh, awaken their and like tetsuo um was like hyper um 
sensitive to those drugs and awoken a lot of his like powers but yeah um you know as any person who starts craving power um normally does uh over overindulges in that power and consequences body horror consequences and then get shot with a laser beam it doesn't matter though he just reconstitutes his arm out of yeah, but he does get shoot with a laser beam. He, um, yeah, like, I, I, I feel like the there are sections of that movie, which I think we should talk about at some point. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind that. But um, there are some points in that last little bit of it where it's just like, this seems like kids playing make-believe, where it's just like, I shot you with this laser. It's like, well, now I have an arm made of concrete yeah. and <laughs> pipes. So take that, sucker. Um, so yeah, Tetsuo from Akira versus Kang the Conqueror. I don't know who Kang the Conqueror is. So he's he's the um, the Thanos for the multiverse arc. Um, oh, was he on the ship when um, Thanos like beat up the Hulk? No, no. He, okay. So Kang the Conqueror is. Um, he, he first popped up in the Loki television show mm. um, as, I forget the name of the character, but then he's he's been more in Quantumania, and so it looks like what they're going to do is they're going to backdoor him in as the the villain of the multiverse oh. saga. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's um, I mean, like in the comics, he's one of reed richard's descendants from like the year thirty-two thousand or whatever and so he can time travel oh um, but i think in the mcu what they're doing because they haven't introduced the, the fantastic four really yeah um what they're probably going to do is have him be the guy that kind of has like the council of ricks but it's just of himself from different timelines interesting if that makes sense like that that's my assumption of what they're going to do yeah um cool <laughs> I, I unfortunately have just like kind of fallen off with um with the mcu yeah yeah which is unfortunate because i'm sure they're putting out like good stuff it's just like uh, it depends on what fans you talk to okay <laughs> Um, I still find it enjoyable. I'm I'm not like good. beating down a, a path to the theater every time they come out, but um, yeah, like I watch them when they, when they come to Disney Plus. Yeah, like I I think the last MCU um, movie that I saw was um, Spider Man. Um, no way. No home. way home. Yeah, like the the one with all of them. Yeah, with all the spiders. Yeah, yeah. So that's the last one I've watched. I just yeah, and I, mean, I haven't watched any of the like series like Loki or um, um, Vision and Wanda or um, uh, there's new Captain America right? Yes. Yeah. yeah there's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably what you're. Yeah. Or like Ant Man and the multi. Yeah, the shows are not as great like so in my opinion that there's there's some great writing and some great bits in different different shows but there's only a couple that are actually really strong and entertaining 
throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Which is saying something, because I think the longest of these sh- these shows is like eight episodes. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, like they're not very long, and it's like, okay, well, you guys can't tell a compelling story in six episodes or eight yeah. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> why are we watching this? Yeah. Um, honestly, Loki is probably one of the better written ones. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go with shows, um... Let's see. Jessica Jones from the Netflix series was actually really, really good. Yeah, I remember watching the first season of Jessica Jones with um, the Doctor. Um, yeah, the Purple Man. The Purple Man. Yeah, but again, I just I, I don't have Netflix, so or Disney yeah. Plus, so I really no, have to. We don't either. We uh, we we canceled Netflix because they keep fucking around with writers. No, oh, well, good for you. Yeah. 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 Um. But I, um, you know, I can, like, find these things, but I just haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Disney, honestly, Disney Plus, we keep it for um, Marvel and Star Wars. And it, it's it's less and less so for Star Wars, because... Is Star Wars not good? They're, yeah, like, it's kind of taken a turn. Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I know a lot of people <laughs> like the Star Wars. Well, a lot of people are wrong. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Hard I'm facts right no, here on the um uh, <laughs> on the broccoli cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, um I mean people are entitled to like whatever they like. I I'm I'm curious as to how Star Wars is going to continue as a media property given the corner that they seem to have backed themselves into. Yeah, are they um are they going to like come out with any movies? No, I don't think so cuz they they scrapped that slate. And so they're just done with movies. Now it's all like Yeah, it seems like it's just shows, which like I don't know, man. Like why would y'all why <laughs> Why did y'all spend all that money on something that <laughs> that that you're not getting any um uh revenue? Like revenue? Yeah, right. That that's the word. Thank you. Money. Uh, revenue. Money. From, yeah, it's it's like I. What what did y'all do? Why <laughs> why did you guys make this trilogy like this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should, it seems like it it went down in terms of quality very very quickly. I mean, is the Mandalorian still good? I mean, I thought that um, was their I, like. I, I couldn't tell you. No. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we haven't gotten around to watching Mandalorian yet. I know they did Boba Fett, and the uh, comedian that I listened to um, pointed out that yeah, the Boba Fett show is so bad that they they had to make two of the episodes Mandalorian episodes. Oh no, that's sad. <laughs> that's nice. I hear Andor is good though. Because mm. um, you know all the, which I mean that's up in the air. I'm I'm based on the people that that I trust their opinions. Andor fucking rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the people who want to role play being like fashy little bastards who are super into the empire winning are like, no, it's not really that good. He's just a terrorist. It's like, I, I don't think y'all watched the rest of star Wars. <laughs> what do you think the rebellion is? Ah, yeah. <laughs> huh. Interesting. 
anyway, so <laughs> Tetsuo versus Kang. Yeah, we got we really got off on a weird note oh, there. We've got, got a real weird note, yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta be honest. I kind of feel like Kang the Conqueror would win because, like, he's he's got control and um, contact with all of his other selves from the infinite multiverses out there. Oh, so he can, like, talk with each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they all have different power sets and, and things like that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about <laughs> King the Conqueror. Um, I know Tetsuo. I mean, Tetsuo got beamed by a giant laser beam. Spoilers. Yeah. An orbital laser beam. Um, I feel like King the Conqueror could probably output some of that, like, damage, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we can give it to, to Mr. Kang. Okay. Now, that may, means uh, it's Loki versus Kang the Conqueror, which... I mean, they're both from MC, right? They're both from MCU, Kang the Conqueror in the form of He Who Remains and I think Victor Timely. Um, Those versions are the antagonists of the Loki TV show. So I'm assuming Loki will win. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I guess we could put this on like to be determined and see who wins in the uh, TV show. I mean... I'm joking, yeah. Well, if they've done the first season, um, like, if we go by that, then yeah, Loki wins, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, all right. I, my, I mean, okay. I'm okay with Loki. <laughs> okay. I mean, again, like, I don't really know much about Kang the Conqueror, so yeah, I can't, like, speak too much about his, like... I mean, he's a villain in the MCU. Like, he's gonna get his shit rocked. You know? Yeah, which, you know, most MCU villains do, um, you know, being, I mean, I, like, I guess, what's his name, um, Thanos kind of one-ish for a little bit, but yeah, none of the other, like, MCU villains I mean, have, have... Did, did you see Endgame? Though? I did. He, I did. He kind of gets his shit rocked real hard in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but he's done. <laughs> he's not, like, f- putting up a fight. He's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I did my thing. I can die happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it was, like, beating up a person who's just given up, so... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we can we can give it to Loki. Give it okay. to to the big L. Okay. Well, again, that's we're that's what I uh where it's a that's... god or a magician or in this case both. Both, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll get somebody in there who's not a god or a magician and then that Someone. person will get uh destroyed in the finals. I forget the entire list that I'm pulling from, but it's it's got a number of people that I don't know how many of them actually stand a chance let's see let me flip around well we'll we'll save that for uh well well, yeah yeah. we'll we'll hit those when we go so what um yeah let's let's do me me me's did you want to go first or do you want me to sure i've only got a few um so there is one particular game that i'm looking forward to um i alluded to it uh in our last episode um so this is a um a game from the developers from um, Dark Souls 
and um, Elden Ring. Um, I think FromSoft is their software company. Yeah. Um, but they're oh, I can guess what you've been playing. <laughs> no, it hasn't come out yet. It hasn't come out oh, yet. Oh, okay. Armor Core. So Armor Core yeah. is um, the newest game that's supposed to be coming out very soon. Again, this will probably date this episode because it'll already be out. But um, I used to play the hell out of a lot of Armor Cores, and um, same. It is. It hits that crunchy like spreadsheet like nerd kind of like string that i love first of all i love their games um i really love that kind of like fast pace like so this is not a this is not a souls like game this is not a souls like game which i'm happy i'm happy that they're not um adapting one of their old ips into a um a game system that works i mean elden ring did gangbusters and they could have probably just like reskinned um, Armor Core and made it very similar to Elden Ring. There are some like, I guess. It, it, so it's not a it's not a Souls like game. And people, you know, there's been a lot of iteration online saying like tempering people's expectations, being like this is not a Souls game. There is no exploration. You basically, you are a, a mercenary who has a mech who gets sent out on missions. And a lot of the missions are very linear. There is no like exploration that you find in a lot of like Souls-like games where you're trying to like, you know, explore this giant world map. You're very much set in a setting and that setting could be large. Like there's a particular um, mission where you're destroying this like giant mining, um, like think of like a sand crawler thing. So you're like exploring this like mining thing, but you're not like going out and exploring the world, which I kind of like a little bit. Like, um, I, previous listeners know that like, uh, so when I played Elden Ring, I actually played it with a map where it was a map that had all of the um, interesting locations. Just because I don't have that much time to play. So, like, yes, I, I think it's awesome to kind of go exploring, but I kind of need an objective. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I don't really like crafting games. I really don't like Terranium or, like, Minecraft or something like I kind of need a, a goal. And yeah. Armor Core is very much like that. You are set in a mission, and the mission is, you know, do X, Y, or Z. And it gives you a small little area to fight with. This I hear you 100%. Yeah. I, I played uh, 2 and 3, like, whichever ones were on the um, the PS2. Yeah. I think it was 2 and 3. Yeah. Um, so fiddly, so crunchy. But also, like what you're saying, they plop you in a map and go, do X, yeah. do Y, yeah. complete Z. So you don't have to, like, figure out, yeah. like, where to go or anything. It's very much, you know, you know where to go. It's, it is kind yeah. of, it's not super hallway but, like, there is progression, and you know the way of progression. The, but here's the thing, too, is that, like, I, open world games, like, there's a, there's a, there's a place for them, mm -hmm. but... 
my problem as an adult now is that I'll start an open world game. Like I started Witcher three yeah. and I played the first like act and a half. Yeah. And then I wasn't able to play for two weeks. And I'm like, well, at the skill level I'm at, I can't fucking play this game anymore. Yeah. Right. Like I've just forgotten how it works. Something like Armored Core that drops you in and get, like you can you can beat it in what like probably fifteen or twenty hours. I don't know. Maybe more. I don't know. But they'll give you um, objectives of like this is the story of the game that you're playing. It's like thank you. Let me play through this game that you've made and wonder it. It's Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> um. The other thing. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I don't know how long it is because um only a few like um you know I guess our influential gamers have been able to play like um an extended version of it like not the actual demo but like an extended version of it um and um yeah they didn't say like how long the game is the whole game is supposed to last but um the other great thing about this game is it's fast-paced combat so with a lot of like Dark Soul games, Elden Ring games, um, it's very, like, meticulous where you are, like, finding... Um, it's it's a very slow ebb and flow of fighting. Um, and this, you know, it's a high pace like, mech game where you're also fighting in 3D space instead of 2D space because your mech can fly. Your mech can go vertical. Um, which I think is really cool. And I think... I really like that kind of game. It reminds me of, like, Zone of the Enders. It reminds me of um, some other games that are escaping my mind. But, like, yeah, a lot of people think mechs, and they think of this, like, kind of slow, clunky um, gameplay. Like, you know, um, uh, Gundam Wing and stuff like that. Or, like, yeah. battle um, Battle Mech. Uh, but yeah, so it's, that's really cool. And then, yeah, like actually making your mech is, um, is really, um, it can be intense because there's a lot of like information, um, perceived, but really if you drill down to the basics, you have like your base, your like legs that will give you a weight limit and it'll move you around so like the heavier legs that can like have more weight on them will make you slower and then you're i was always a tank tread dude yeah <laughs> yeah so you you just probably like stuck on like nothing but a bunch of missile pods and like giant laser guns <laughs> fuck yeah i did <laughs> and just like shot them out yeah um i i actually went with like standard just leg legs um, I occasionally went for the um, the reverse joint legs, which were like faster okay. and like you know quicker, but um, but yeah, and then like you can customize like your shoulders. You can have again like pods, like either like tracking pods or like uh, missile pods. You can um, attach your weapons to your arms. It's very versatile, and so one of the great things about this game that people have mentioned is. In the shop, you can sell everything back at full price, which is great because that will allow you to change up your build and without any sort of like repercussions. So let's say you buy a chain gun and you're like, okay, I think this chain gun's going to be fine. You play with it, you realize it's not your play style. You're not 
you're not penalized for like buying that chain gun, selling it back for like 50% of the price. You can sell it back at the full price and then try like a laser gun or something like that. Yeah. Or like a, a sword. So I like not many people are talking about that, but like I think that's great because that doesn't that, like yeah, you punish can people. It up on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can buy any part and not worry about like, oh, if I spend this money buying this one part and like I don't like the way that that one part plays, then I've screwed myself because I don't have the funds to change it out. So I think that's yeah. that is super clever. But yeah. Well, are, are you curious how long it would be to to beat it? Or oh, did you look it up? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm curious how how long is so, it? So, so the devs say that it will take approximately fifty to sixty hours to beat. That's not bad. And there's there's multiple endings, so you could be looking at hundred and eighty hours. If you so it sounds like do. there's three different endings. Yeah. Or maybe maybe more. Um, and truthfully, yeah, it, that's. I mean, for for a triple A game like that, um, because like, how long do you think um, Tears of the Kingdom takes? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It's I have no clue. it's the new uh, Legend of Zelda game. Oh yeah, I know what it is. Oh. I just I don't know what like because I mean I, I'm presumably you can beat it in like ten minutes, like the first one. No, no, they um, um uh, a normal like run. So this says, so the main story from what I'm looking at is 59 hours yeah. and then completionists 2.30. Yeah, so that's roughly about that that time. I think that's yeah. kind of like normal for like... Um... But it goes back to what, to your point earlier, um, Tears of the Kingdom is open world, yeah. whereas Armored Core is not an open like that's a long game if they're just like here um beat these objectives yeah well uh yeah and you know i think a lot of people probably like will screw around too yeah 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 so, so yeah but um i i am really looking forward to this game i think um i think it's going to be really fun and yeah um probably the next time we record i will report back on it because it nice. is coming out soon it's actually yeah it's coming out soon <laughs> um okay well so i guess my first section of things so i started a tv show that i watched uh as a kid and then i stopped it but not because i don't like it but because um uh pacing for television has changed in the 30 years since i've seen this show mm -hmm. um and so a lot of it's very slow but it's the ray bradbury theater which is on peacock um they have all the episodes it's are, are you familiar with what the ray bradbury theater was i am not they so they took a bunch of his short stories and turned them into like 20 minute episodes hmm and so a lot of them are really cool. Um, a lot of them, are, they're they're not paced the greatest. I will say because this show was on the air in the like, I think mid eighties. 
Hmm. So it's it's kind of slow to get into. But if you're in the mood for something like a uh, like a Twilight Zone or a Hitchcock Hour or something like that, um, this is a good alternative if you don't have access to those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd recommend it there. Or if you would rather watch one because like i said these are a lot of them are adapted from his 50s and 60s stories so like i don't think a lot of them are even in print anymore from that era um so you may have better luck finding it and engaging with the story in this way because like he was he was one of the producers on it so it's it does follow his stories um i also wrapped up finally uh this is going to be the trashiest show I'll ever talk about, I think. Um, uh, Lucifer. Lucifer. Uh, yeah. So. I've never. Uh, I don't. I've... Well, so it was it was on, I think, CW. And then it was one of these where, like, it got canceled and then Netflix bought the rights and continued on mm-hmm. with it. And this is going to make me sound very very snobby and i don't mean for it to but i i do think it's funny so and i don't know if this reflects the quality of writing for the show going down Uh over too much of it but so when i got covid um last year i started it Mm -hmm. um so and at first i was like oh this is actually kind of fun i'll just watch this i can't really predict where it's going right yeah and then once my fever dropped and I could think straight and follow along, I was like, this is dumb and I can see exactly how this episode uh, is going yeah. to end. So I so don't you're know like... how well the writing stays up. And that's not to make me sound like some genius or anything, but I, I think it's funny that when I started it, when I was very, very ill and uh, watching things in a fever... Yeah, it's like, oh, I have no idea where this is going. Where is this going? Yeah, um, I mean, but like, I I looked up a guide of episodes to watch on on Reddit, and I was like, okay, I'll I'll see how this ends. But it so it's basically it's in the um, Sandman universe. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I mean, they there's no ties to it, but it's it's mm. it's adapting the comic Lucifer, which is a continuation of you know in Sandman when. Um, Satan is like, well, I'm locking up the gates of hell. Yeah, I'm going on vacation. Right? He's like going on vacation, right? Well, so the comic that follows that up is him um, going to L.A. and running a nightclub. Oh, that's cool. So this book, or this this show, um, is kind of like a crime procedural where he gets drawn into like um, working with this cop uh usually there's supernatural shit going on that he's just like oh i know what's going on here yeah (laughs) um she thinks he is insane because he is a very attractive man who claims that he is the devil yeah he can prove it um and she just writes off whatever he's doing it's just like oh well that's coincidental or like you're a magician or whatever Mm -hmm. um or you you've learned like sleight of hand congratulations um so it's one of those type shows um the major story arcs are good i i would recommend looking up the like recommended episode lists to watch that people have built online because the first like 
there's a few seasons that have like 24 episodes because it was on network tv <laughs> and it's like well got a probably pad yeah yeah like probably 18 of those are just like monster of the week dumb shit yeah right? that has nothing to do with the actual story right right like i i would assume that this show let me see i can actually probably look it up while i'm talking um i'm assuming it has over 100 episodes mm-hmm. let's see lucifer because they want to hit that syndication number oh no i was wrong so there's 93 episodes across six seasons hmm yeah yeah so mainly they 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 tend to stay in the 18 episode range season three has which is its last season on fox um has 26 which is excessive yeah in my opinion um but you know it's if you like supernatural like urban fantasy uh police procedurals that's where i would recommend you look there you go <laughs> how about you what, what do you have another i've got one thing and okay. it is um it's kind of a demo that really um caught my eye oh, on okay. um on steam and it's a very long demo like i sunk in and again for a demo like like four hours so yeah wow yeah okay. yeah that's that's a pretty long demo yeah yeah so i thought it was pretty cool and I, i'm definitely going to give it a, a shout out um and the demo is free so you can try it at the um you know at the moment um the game isn't planned to release until um the end of 2023 so in the december area so not too terribly far away gotcha yeah so it's called um tail mark trails and it is a so it is another <laughs> roguelike um okay. where it's very similar to um uh slay the spire where you're basically like pick your pathing and stuff like that but instead of building a deck of cards you're actually um, building out dice, which is kind of cool. So you have like these, um, you start off with two six-sided dice. And um, for like your power-ups and stuff like that, you can change out the uh, sides of the dice. You can change off, change out like the um, face of your dice. And then okay. you can also put like an essence in your dice. So, like, one of the essence that I ended up having was, like, um, healing does an additional one to your character. So, it incentivizes you to put, like, more of a healing, like, um, abilities on this particular dice. And the thing is, you, um, you roll it on this little placemat, and you can actually, like, you pick it up with your, your mouse and you roll it. Because certain like abilities will also af- like um, affect, or certain abilities also have an effect if you hit previous dice on like the dice mat. Like there's an ability where like it'll deal extra damage depending on how many times it's been knocked into another dice. So yeah. there is like an order of dice that you want to roll, 
you want to roll with like your last dice that has a lot of like knock abilities uh last because you'll have like a couple of other dice out there because as you progress you'll you know gain a dice or you may gain like sides and stuff like that yeah. and sometimes you can like combo into sides where you can um use a dice um use its effect and then it will um flip over like it'll like change its orientation and then you can use that side of the dice as well so i thought that was really cool i thought that was like a cool concept versus the you know normal card concept and it's interesting too because like your resources that you're managing for your character you have like your normal health bar which has like five ticks of health but then you also have like this stamina bar which will be depleted if a character hits you or will be depleted if you use an ability on your dice like your dice have mana as well so you kind of have to like realize or like figure out like what abilities you might want to use versus like you might want to like buff up against an attack because like once that attack breaks your like will it does like physical damage and you only have like five ticks of damage so if it breaks through then it's going to do a damage to you hmm. it's 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 fun i i enjoyed it um i think it's like it has a very clever and unique way um you know using like dice instead of cards and everything and um yeah there's all sorts of different um items that you can pick up or like faces of dice that you can change and you can like make one dice like really op and a couple of other dice like not as important and like try to get a bunch of re-rolls on their op dice but um yeah i i enjoyed myself the um demos um very um long and pretty like vast so if this is something that interests you i would uh highly recommend giving it a uh giving it a shot giving it a try um you know again they're still working like the demo does have some bugs in it um yeah I there, mean, it's a demo. yeah there are some missing like art aspects where it's just like a um a stand-in art thing um yeah but um i enjoyed myself so i do think you know depending on the price point um i'll probably be adding this to my um my library of of roguelike games that i enjoy nice yeah yeah but that that's kind of it for me it was a, a slow okay. a slow week gotcha well so i have two things mm -hmm. um one of them i uh so first one's a movie okay um i watched have, have, are you familiar with top gun maverick uh i know of the movie but i've never seen the movie gotcha so th this is the one that kind of like people were like all right the movies are back baby yeah once the they've they decided that the pandemic is over or whatever because it's it's the first one to come back and make like a billion dollars at the box office or whatever yeah um it's fun tom cruise knows how to make a movie um yeah that people want to watch he, like he's he is 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 this something that he, he directed is. like this is 
No. No, okay. I think he produced it. Okay. Um, but, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny because, like, you know, the first one came out at the height of the Cold War, right? Mm-hmm. 1986, right? And so the bad guys are very clearly Russians. Yeah. Um, in this one the enemy are just nondescript like you have no idea what country they're in um you can make some guesses that based on the landscape they could they could either be in northern pakistan they could be in north korea Mm. they could be in russia somewhere so they're they're just like they're they're not like because now the way the the film market is like if they make the bad guys korean or chinese yeah they're not going to get any money from those markets yeah so, so you have to make them <laughs> they very don't want to, generic they just want to make them nondescript enemies yeah. that they're fighting in planes it's a very fun movie though um it's so <laughs> I do want to say that I was reading this this interview where uh, so Jennifer Connelly is playing um, his uh, his love interest in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which is actually nice. That I mean, I, I think he's sixty, and I think she's uh, she's what probably in her mid fifties now. So like she yeah. age appropriate, yeah, generally, mm. um, which I appreciate when when that yeah when they when they they do that um but she was talking about learning like so her her character in this movie is one that's mentioned but is off screen in the first one Mm -hmm. um and so she's an admiral's daughter so she like sails right yeah and there's a scene where her and tom cruise's character are kind of reconnecting and bonding or whatever and she's making fun of him because he's also a navy pilot but he has no idea how to operate a boat yeah. which is funny that he's in the navy but he has no idea what to yeah do. he and just like, knows how to fly of like yeah he's like i know how to take a plane and land it on a boat i don't know how to drive a boat what yeah. are you talking about um but she she made the point that that she had to spend like months learning how to do a yacht because like in the shots like it's very clearly her and tom cruise on this this little like sailing ship yeah right and she's steering it right she's actually controlling it and so she learned enough to do that over a series of months but like that that one scene is like maybe two minutes (laughs) it's like i feel like you guys could have spent your time on something else in this movie yeah i mean it looks cool it looks cool um and and truly, I mean, isn't that what movies like his movies are all about? It's just looking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you, I do you appreciate the practical plane. effects. Yeah. And stunts over CG as I get older, um, and look at looking at how those things are done. Um, and then my uh, my last thing is something that I don't know how deep I'll go into it because I think this is something you and I can talk about Mm -hmm. if you're interested is uh it's a comic by kieran gillen and stephanie hans uh called die die like Um, a dice okay yeah like a singular dice Mm -hmm. die yeah um 
so the story generally is there was this friend group playing D&D in the 80s. And they disappeared in real life, right? They, they, I mean, not in our real world, but yeah. like in the story of the con, like they, they disappeared mm-hmm. and they were gone for several weeks, month, whatever. And then they just show up out in the woods somewhere. Hmm. Mm-hmm. One, except for one of them. And then another one is like missing an arm. Wow. <laughs> it's like wounded. And, as adults, they get back together and they they play this game and they get sucked back into the, the game world that they were creating. Mm-hmm. Because the one that got left behind was the one that was the GM. Ah. Um, and so, yeah, so then it's it, it turns into the, like the isekai of, um, you know, these people got sucked into the game world yeah. and then now they're having to go back to try and get their friend out um, who was left behind. That's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool story. Um, I actually kickstarted and I just got a few weeks ago the role-playing game oh, that huh. they collaborated on with Rowan, Rook, and Deckard yeah. to make. Um, it's... Uh, I can probably share you the PDF. Um, but it's... Uh, it's really interesting because the the way that the characters in the comic play their classes is all of them have a die that represents their power and their chances of doing whatever, right? Yeah. So, like, one of them uses the D4, one of them uses the D6, one of them uses the D8, and so on. Um, except for the 20. The GM is the only the, one yeah. that uses the 20. Which is interesting um, because the 20 is the most used one for, uh, you know, folks. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's I mean, it's because in the game they're they're playing a game that the GM created, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and yeah, I kind of want to play the uh, the the actual game that, that they made because the the Rowan Rook and Deckard um, is you know the Grant Howitt is one of the designers there. He made like Honey Heist and and Too Many Hats and stuff. Oh, like that. that's cool. Yeah 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 so like it's it's actually really really cool it's very thick i haven't read a read through it at all Mm. yet but it's um yeah it seems like something that we would find enjoyable i think yeah i would be down for that that, because you also like isekai right uh, yeah kind of if it's done right okay But yeah, um, I'd be interested. I mean, it's not really an isekai, but it's, it's... It's kind of, yeah. I mean, I like that, like, premise. The, it's a cool setup for a um, yeah. for a game. It's a cool setup for a, a setting. So I'd definitely be interested in that. Awesome. Well, cool. I'll add it to a rotation at some point. Aha! <laughs> then... <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, so that wraps me up. Um, the current book club i'm pretty sure yeah yeah the current book club is the uh the jim butcher's codex alera <laughs> the jim butcher series yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna that we'll probably record that maybe by the end of the year yeah I'm thinking yeah it might be something that we'll have to break up into multiple episodes just depending yeah yeah i mean yeah that's that's fine because it's like one long series so um 
yeah, we'll we'll just keep doing these these nerd fights in the meantime. Yeah, and you know we'll we'll uh, see who who rises to the top. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, we'll see you guys next time. We love you very much. Have a great uh, day. Uh, stay golden. Yeah. Bye. Bye.